Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Transport Minister Shane Ross will today put forward a controversial plan for reforming the penalty point system. He has been, uh, he is backing, he has the backing of the Garda Commissioner and the Road Victims Group, but a number of Fine Gael ministers are now opposing the reforms. Under the proposals, a motorist caught travelling between 20 to 30 kilometres above the speed limit will be hit with a four penalty points and a 100 euro fine. It's an easy argument, is that you don't speed. But it's not as simple as that. Uh, figures for the Road Safety Authority show that there were 14,445 drivers with eight or more penalty points at the end of the last month. And if Mr Ross succeeds with his new legislation, these motorists could be off the road uh, with one more, if they get caught one more time. Any driver who accumulates 12 points within a given three-year period is automatically disqual- disqualified from driving. Now, there's a growing opposition within Fine Gael uh, to the Minister's plan amid fears it'll be seen as anti-rural Ireland and backbench TDs have actively lobbied their senior colleagues arguing that changes un- are unnecessary and will be open to court challenges. A number of Campbell ministers have told the Irish Independent they will fight against the new regime. One accused Mr Ross of meddling with road traffic legislation for no real reason. At present, if a person's caught speeding, receive, they receive three penalty points and an 80 euro fine regardless of how much they speed by if it's 10 or 15 or 20 miles over the limit. Mr Ross wants to uh, re- reduce the punishment for speeders at the lower end of the scale. But here's the, the cat, the snag in this. We talked about this yesterday, right? Um, and what he's planning on doing is, right, up to 10 kilometres an hour over the speed limit, you'll get two penalty points and 60 euro fine. So he's making a big deal about this. But look, I'm reducing that. Hold on for a second. In most countries in the world, if you are 10% over the speed limit, there's an allowance made for what they call calibration. So there's allowance made for a margin of error. Like if you are in a 50 mile an hour zone and you're doing 53, you shouldn't be stopped and you shouldn't be done for it because there's a margin of error. There's a small margin of error. And the guards know that because their little gun things have a margin of error. Your speedometer in your car could have a slight margin of error. So there was always a 10% allowance made. Um, common sense allowance made. But yet he now wants to charge people for that. 60 euro fine uh, for 10 kilometres over the limit, which is essentially about six miles, uh, over the limit in old currency, and two penalty points. Uh, 10 to 20 kilometres, which is the standard one that most people get caught in, which is, you know, being over the speed limit by about, you know, 10 miles an hour in old money, so to speak, 10 to 20 kilometres an hour. You will now get an 80 euro fine and three penalty points and 20 to 30 kilometres an hour and that means if you're on, say, a motorway and you're doing 140 instead of 120, which is only an extra 12 miles an hour on an empty motorway at 3 o'clock in the morning, for example, that's not going to make a huge amount of difference, you will get a 100 euro fine and four penalty points. That happens three times, you're off the road. Now, the plan also involves the introduction of a new offence of driving more than 30 kilometres over the limit, which would result in a prosecution and a 2,000 euro fine. And the first big hurdle for Mr. Ross will be uh, today's cabinet meeting where rural uh, Fine Gael ministers privately say that they are prepared to shoot down the proposals. Meanwhile, motorists in Dublin now will also have to pay more to park on the car car from next year. Councillors voted to increase on-street parking by 10%. And also bad news for car owners as the cost of using the Eastlink toll bridge will rise 50 cent from April. A 10% increase in parking charges will come into force from July. And the increases were included in the 2020 budget, which was passed by Dublin City Council at a meeting last night. I don't know why they're increasing the toll on the Eastling Toll Bridge. It's making a profit. It was never meant to make a profit. It was supposed to be handed back to the state, essentially. But actually, it's owned by the council. The council run it at the moment. They're making a nice little tidy profit out of it every year. It was, it was supposed to be free after 30 years, which ended in 2014. It was built in 1984. And they never made it free. It was meant to be free. They voted in 2014 to keep charging people for it. The same went for the uh, the Westlink as well. It was meant to be free once it had paid for itself. But again, they kept charging people for it. And look at the price of it now, for God's sake. I mean, why would you pay for the M50? I actually begrudge the M50 the money that I give them. Because essentially, you're paying to sit for two hours on a road, which is like a car park. It's disgusting. The Jack Lynch Tunnel, many other uh, toll roads around the country. You're paying, essentially, uh, to be sitting in traffic which is bizarre. But anyway, in most countries in the world where you pay a toll, you're paying, obviously, to get there, you know, more efficiently. But in Ireland, that's not the case in most cases. So are you, do you think that motorists are being unfairly targeted when it comes to speeding? Or are you one of those people who thinks, well, look, 
don't speed and you won't get done. Well, you've got to worry about it. Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 87 Are motorists being unfairly targeted? Or do you believe this is about safety and saving lives? Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. As much as you'd like to call Shane Ross names on the air, I would appreciate if you didn't. If you do want to say that you don't agree with him, that's fine. But I would appreciate if we keep the name calling to the minimal. Michal! Chiaquit, Michal. Uh, are drivers being unfairly targeted? You're a professional driver. You're out and about yep. all the time. 100% I start every morning at 5 o'clock. But 100% been unfairly targeted. You've targeted left, right and centre and the money is going into the coffers. That East Link is a, is a pure joke. You said the, the, the toll bridge is supposed to be free from a good number of years ago. 2014. Like, well, 2014, left, 2014 yes, yeah. Yes, left, right and centre. And why is it not free? Because the money is going into the government's back pocket. And we're well, 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 in 2014, I'll I give you the, just for the history on that if anybody wants to know. The, um, it was opened in 1984 by the, the then teacher Garth Fitzgerald, who said for 30 years they would charge people for it to obviously cover the cost of building it, etc, etc. After 30 years finished, Michael Phillips, who was the city engineer, recommended to the councillors that they retain uh, the fee, which brings in roughly around four and a half million per year in profit. Just for that one bridge. You know? Where does that go to? Well, it goes into the local councils. Well, it goes into the local council. Me, all these taxes, every single one of them are going into the government's back pocket to subsidise or to make up for all the shortcomings that they have and all their goddamn estimates. Take a look at the hospitals. Take a look at everything else. We're talking there about the hospitals. Take a look when the nuns are running it. With a far better system, they might slag the nuns and do what you like about it, mm-hmm. but they ran a far better system. And you're talking to a man that's in and out of hospital every second week, getting stitched or broken bones from participate in different events. But the point is, they're on a far better system. There was them all accused. They might have been alcoholic every year and there. But apart from that, we had no problem. But to get back to the road system, it's been hounded. Why not tax the confounded bicycle? Put something on the bicycle, they're hounding the roads, they're looking for a second lane of traffic now for the bicycles. As soon as you want the whole confounded road for the bicycles. Your first lesson when you're taking driving lessons is you're letting people out of your car, you let them alight in a safe spot near a car when they said to do so. Now they're advertising. I oh, sure don't mind them. Hop at the back of your bicycle. A bicycle is for one person. I was prosecuted years ago for carrying a guy on a bike. Yeah. Now they're advertising, carry a guy on a bike. I oh, should let him hop out and come under the lorry behind him. I should affect the truck. He did want an extra yard. They want half to confound the road. They're paying nothing. They're contributing zilch. Can, can I ask you, you an honest question? Do you, me all as a driver of a truck, do you speed? Do you ever, do you ever break no, speed limits? I, uh, and I think I had one speed limit in my life, and I was about 40 years ago. I was caught doing about 80 in the No, no, I know, but okay, you were caught. Okay, that's fair enough. Well, would yeah. you, on a daily basis, I would say... I don't speed. It, but no. I, mean, I don't, I'm not saying I don't believe you, but maybe you just I do it unconsciously. Speed. At least I know. At least, I, well, unconsciously I might be going a half a kilometre over it, but, or you might be doing it 80 and you're going along and you say, oh, fit me, this is would, you, would you know the speed limits? Would you be aware it's, of all the speed limits? It's impossible to know because in that's what I'm saying, the speed yeah. limits of the country, there's bushes blocking the view of them from a distance. You're talking okay, so what you're easy. doing, what you're saying to me is that you do keep up with the flow of traffic, but you don't, you know, go berserk. I, do, I will keep up the flow of traffic, but if you're going to break the speed limit by a fair amount, I will slack enough. I won't allow myself to break it. I guess I can do it accidentally, as I said, like there's bushes. You'll go to an awful lot of areas, there's bushes growing. You don't see the speed limit have gone from 80 to 60 or 100 down to 80. And then you say, oh, God, yeah, I, I forgot. And you jam on. But the point is, you, you're doing that, but you won't do it deliberately. I would certainly not go out of my way any day. I'm on the road seven days a week. I will not allow myself to break the speed limit. No. Regard for life and regard for above all my ability to stop in the case of an emergency. This is the biggest problem that everybody has. You have to be able to stop hold your vehicle in, the, in an emergency. You don't know what's going to come out of anywhere. How many estates have we where kids back out? People are doing 20 million an hour. Kids are out from behind a car, car, car. They're getting killed. And then she's, damn motorist, he went going to a bleeding factory. Should we in the estate? And the estate is fully cars. But parents aren't controlling their kids. And it's the same with the bicycles on the road. You go down the Stratham Road, come from a new thing a day like Dunby, Narclaw, Saturday, Sunday. They don't care a rattling damn about the motors. They're two and three abreast. Give you the fingers. Okay, but what, what about these new, the new fine? For example, one of the new fines, which would be something that people would get caught on regularly if they're doing about 12 or 13 miles an hour in old you know, miles per hour, because I still think in miles per hour. Okay, over the limit. You will now get four penalty points and a 100 euro fine. So you get caught doing that three times you're off the road. 
absolutely no, that's appalling because the guy that's doing that, circumstances always change events. The guy moved, as I just said, I could be travelling along and the bush is rocking the view. You didn't realise it had dropped down. And uh, the next day he's also... Well, I, I mean, I was speeding this morning. I, I, I probably, I'm going to be honest, every single morning I, I speed, I break the speed limit. Well, you do it deliberately. Well, they, well they, I, oh, no, it's not that I do it deliberately. I, I come in past the airport, I come down towards the tunnel on the M1, the speed yep. limit there is 80 miles an hour, or 80 yeah. kilometres, sorry, 80 kilometres an hour, right? Yeah. And nobody drives at 80 kilometres an hour. The traffic moves at about 90 to 95 kilometres per hour, right? I go through that a couple of times a day, yeah. it's the same thing. No, Can't... up toward, now when I get into the tunnel, I, I put it in cruise to slow down because they have the cameras there, right? And everybody does, right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. slows it. And when you slow down in that tunnel to 80 kilometres an hour, right, I'll have a truck up my arse. Yeah. Flashing his lights and beeping and all sorts. And I'm yeah. doing 80. I can't go any faster because I got John, there's a camera that does cameras in the tunnel, right? No, okay. I'm going to have to agree with you there because I drive a truck and the mounted truck would blow me, deliver daylights out of me, get out of my way. But 99.9 of them are northern or English vehicles. Apparently yeah, because they don't care. They're there. not going to get done. Yeah. Don't care a damn. Yeah, but, but coming towards the tunnel, you're on the M1. It's an 80 kilometer narrow zone. And yet the traffic, including yesterday morning, there was a guard car in front of me. There was cars all around. They were all driving at 95, including the guard car. So nobody actually adheres to the speed limit on the road. Everybody moves with the flow of traffic, depending. Now, some days there'd be a lot of traffic there and you wouldn't get up to that speed. But depending on the, on the traffic. So the point is that if the guards want to catch people, they can. All they've got to do is stick a van on the side of the road and they'll catch as many people as they want. And everybody will be off the road in no time. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Andy as well. Andy, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Andy? Not too bad now, just up oh, oh wow, where's your, where's your phone line gone, Andy? We just lost you. Have you are you there? I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me now? Yeah, mm. your phone line is a bit dodgy, but go on. I'm going to have to get Helena back because we cannot hear you at all, Andy, for some reason there. We just can't hear you. Um, uh, somebody uh, called in about the N7 or the N7, the M7. Called in about the N7, the M7. Oh, the speed limit on the N7 and the M7, right, okay. All right, I'm not, I'm not aware, but the speed limit up there would be 100, depending on what part of it you're on, I think. It changes. Just because it's a motorway in this country doesn't mean it's 120 uh, kilometres an hour. Uh, they can change it, particularly if there's roadworks on it, um, when you're in big trouble. Uh, and I know, for example, when there were roadworks there up towards Nace, uh, they gave out a list of 14,000 people were caught, I think that was the figure, 14,000 people were caught speeding over a two-year period on that particular stretch when they were rebuilding there around Nace. Let me think, I've had Andy back there now. Okay, all right. Okay, we've got to take a quick break anyway. Uh, you can give us a call if you want to. The number is 087 if you want to WhatsApp or text us. Or if you want to, you can call us. The number is 1854 The question we're asking is, are motors being unfairly targeted? We've now got increases in toll prices, increases in parking uh, costs, according to the City Council from next year. And also you've got these new fines coming in as well. Sorry, I can go back to Andy before the break, can I? Okay, I'll try him again. Sorry, Andy, you there? Yeah, no. Yeah. That's much better, yeah. I don't know what happened to your phone there. I swear I'm down in Wexford now, so... That's, yeah. a, that's a good enough excuse. <laughs> that's, that's my excuse today. But, um, yeah, speed limits are a joke now. Joke. Um, they're not enforced. People drive at whatever speed they feel is appropriate. And you've got the guards who are responsible for enforcing the speed limit, as you just said, driving with the flow of traffic, doing nothing about it. So um, why, why should anybody bother... Uh, keep them to the speed limits. Well, the reason people bother is because they don't want to get a fine. Is That's the main reason. Yeah, but the problem is nobody's actually getting caught. Not enough people are getting caught, Mark. Oh, and they like do. Saying, I, I mean, they are uh, catching rubbish. a lot of people. Andy. Rubbish. Rubbish. I, I, I like that previous caller, uh, work as a professional driver, you know, on, on a number of days of the week. I'm out on the road pretty much all the time. I travel around the place, and I see a complete disregard by many, many road users to speed limits. And the reason why they show complete disregard, I don't care about sort of bringing, you know, escalated fines for people that speed at, you know, at totally inappropriate speed. Just, let's just let enforce the laws that we have. So it's stupid. But it's very difficult, as I explained my situation, say, this morning, right? And I'm doing, say, 92, 93 in an 80 zone, right? Yeah. And so is everybody around me. If, if, if I go down to the speed limit, I then pose a danger to other people. No, you don't pose a danger at the speed limit. That's rubbish. Well, okay, so everyone has to overtake me then. No, it's rubbish. It's like if everybody just stuck to the speed limit. Well, the, well, no, the, point, you know, yeah, but the point is... Enforce the speed limit. I can't be the only one that will go below the speed limit well, because sorry, then I'm, I'm a danger to everyone else. Guess what, you can lead by example. 
when I drive on the motorway <laughs> in my van on the M50, well, I normally drive at about 90, 95 kilometres an hour. Well, the M50 is a whole different ball game because, generally speaking, on the M50, you will never get up to the speed limit anyway because there's too many cars. Uh, no, I disagree. I tend to disagree with you there. Well, it depends on the time of day. It depends on the it does, time of day. It does. It does. But, look, I mean, there's no point, let's say, Shane Ross is just barking up the wrong tree by, you know, bringing out stiffer penalties. What they need to do is bring about far more enforcement of the existing laws. And, and you travel around, let's say, Europe, and, and what you find is where, where countries where speed limits are properly enforced, people stick to the speed limits because they know they run the real risk of getting caught. And, and that's what you need to do. It's very simple. There's no rocket science about it. If I think I'm not going to get caught, I'll just keep driving at whatever speed I want. Yeah, well, well, somebody said, uh, Texas says, now, did you say the trucks can't be done for speeding in the tunnel? No, I didn't actually say that. Uh, Michal was pointing out the, the fact that made them have uh, English registrations, and I'm pretty sure it would be quite difficult to have them charged or to give them penalty points on the licence in Ireland. Same way as if you're Irish and you're driving in the UK, when an Irish registration plays, it's difficult for them to attach penalty points to your licence. Same thing. Well, what they do now, just on that one, is they attach penalty points to your licence record, and if you get 12 penalty points, in the jurisdiction where you've accumulated 12 penalty points, effectively you are banned for driving. I know, I got caught in, in the UK. I got caught in the UK, and what they did was I got a fine, an on-the-spot fine, which they took, by the way, using a card machine, um, yep. an on-the-spot fine, and I also got uh, penalty points, but they said that because they couldn't attach them to my Irish driver's licence, they would be they would remain as fan, on a phantom licence for three years. So yep. essentially, if I in the you know in, now that was going back about four or five years ago, if I had got a license within three years, it would automatically have two points attached to it. Yeah, but if you accumulate twelve points, your EU license is effectively in, in you know invalid in that country. So if you've got twelve points over three years in the UK and it goes on your record, then effectively you are not licensed to drive within the UK. Yeah, well, the point the point generally speaking, Andy, is that people with foreign registrations in Ireland. Do get away with it. Total disregard. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, it's disregard. It's disregard, and the only place we worry about that is the tunnel, because it's a, it's a, you know, it's on an average speed camera system, whereby anybody that's got a registered Irish, you know, address will automatically get a, pa- a fine, and so people slow down when they know they're going to get caught. They slow down. And when people know they're not going to get caught, they speed up. So it's, it's human nature. And what you need to do is bring a far more effective, you know, policing of the speed limits that exist. You know, so are means- you telling me, Andy, you would like to see more cameras? Unfortunately, probably yes. And, and you know what? I wouldn't disagree with you if I believe that all the speed limits that we have set... Um, particularly around the city where most people get caught speeding, which is usually in cities, um, if all those speed limits were actually assessed properly and were appropriate, I wouldn't disagree with you. Well, I'm sorry, but they, they, places where you know people are most vulnerable, you know, are within the sort of the cities. That's where you know the, the vulnerable road users, as we speak. But the majority of people that are killed in Ireland, the majority of fatalities in relation to speed or bad driving, are usually on you know uh, rural roads. They're yeah, not well, in well, cities. It's, it's a fact that 91% of all fatals are down to human error. That, that's all. Yes, absolutely. A standard, a standard across the world. Bad driving, yes. And, and, and speed, it's speed, Niall. Speed kills. But speed, speed, but hold on, speed is a factor. The, the main cause no. of an accident, as you rightly pointed out, is human error and bad driving. Yeah, no, no. So inappropriate happens, speeds. No, Niall, listen to me. Just everybody needs to understand this point, and nobody seems to really get it. When you travel at speed, you have a huge amount of energy in your body, in your vehicle. When you come to a sudden stop, that energy has to go somewhere and basically goes down into breaking down the sort of the atomic bonds of the structures, which means your headlamps, your windscreen, and your internal organs. That's what gets destroyed in a crash. So if you travel at a slower speed, you have far less energy, and that means... That I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that point, Andy. So therefore, we need, to, we need to control speed. My children, every time they go on the road, are exposed to some absolute... I'm not going to say it lunchtime radio but very bad drivers, let me put it that way. I fear for my children's life crossing the road in the local, where they live, right? Because people just drive at completely inappropriate speeds and there's lack, absolute lack of enforcement of the, of the speed limits that are around. The guards are under-resourced when it comes to this, so people will carry on. So unless you bring in things like speed cameras, 
which will actually deter people because people will go, oh, there's a speed camera, I'm going to get penalty points on my licence. We're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, but well, hang on, Michal, for a second, and stay there, Andy, too. And I want to come to one or two more callers after the break as well, but I have to take a break, and I'm going to come to David as a professional driver after the break as well. I'm not going to disagree with anything you said, Andy, by the way. Most of what you said makes absolute perfect sense. And when you talk about guard resources, what's the point in having a guard in what you call a shooting fish in the barrel exercise when you could have a guard in a place where we know that there are more accidents or accident black spots, uh, you know, catching people who are genuinely... All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087 Somebody wants to know why they make cars that go faster than the speed limits in most countries. Well, I'm not going to spend an hour telling you all about torque and why they have to, and it's for overtaking and it's for, you know, acceleration. I mean, they can't do anything. The car has to have gears in it. So the car is going to be... I'm, no, I'm even going to go there. You, you need to Google it, okay? Because um, your question doesn't make any sense. Now, we've got a lot of WhatsApp messages coming in here just before I go to uh, one of our drivers there. And um, we've got one or two WhatsApp messages. Um, Why not? I think the East Link Bridge needs to be upgraded before they start charging anything extra. And that's one of, one of them. And we got another one for you here. Hi, Niall. Um, just listen to your article there about speed on the road. Yeah, I don't have a problem with asking drivers to slow down, but I think um, at the moment it's everything's been unfair to the driver. There's absolutely no legislation in place for cyclists. They can get away with what they like all day, every day, and it needs to, they need to cop on as well. Thanks. Completely agree. The cyclists, yes, they will randomly go to red lights. They do speed, by the way, in areas where you would have a very slow speed limit, the 30 kilometre hour limit. You will see bicycles doing a lot faster than that, sometimes even on the footpath. And there doesn't seem to be anybody there to stop them or any legislate. Well, there is legislation, uh, but certainly there should be more legislation for cyclists and it should be enforced. You know, trucks can get done in the car tunnel, but it's very hard when you're waiting 46 tonnes to keep 80 kilometres an hour and cars flashing from behind. Crazy. Yeah, well, they, no, they can't. You've got, I know. By the way, can I clarify this once again? Nobody said at any stage of the show the trucks can't be done. Of course they can. But the point that was being made by Hall, if they have a foreign registration, um, they're less likely to have any penalty points attached to their licence. Let me go to David. David, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, David? Hi, how are you? Uh, David, do you believe that, you know, we're hitting motorists too hard at the moment, you know, with increased fines and increased parking and increased tolls? and Or is, are they fair game? Unfortunately, our transport minister take everything from the back side because there was a, he, he had a chance to make the, the public transport free, but he denied it because his argument was that more people going to use it. Well, now, that doesn't make any sense. No, I know. Exactly. That was his argument. Now, for that, he makes the laws harsher laws for drivers and all. He, instead of just giving people free transport, free public transport, so there'll be less cars on the road, less people going to be in a rush, people will have time for stuff. Now, I'll tell you why people speed. I do speed sometimes as well, because unfortunately that's the way, that's the lifestyle we have. We are forced to have. If you work for 8, 10, or 12 hours at work, if you're in 12 hours at work, the last thing you'll be, you'll be thinking is how safe to get home. You think what you have to get done in the house for the following day. Well, sorry, either it's food, either it's ending. We are forced to do what we have to do. So now, do you, what are you driving, by the way? What do you drive yourself? Well, privately or at work? At work. A bus. A bus, okay. Now, by saying that, Unfortunately, I run late most of the time because I have a tachograph over here. And if somebody's going to check it and I speed, I get sacked. Simple as that. But you still take a chance every now and again? No, I can't in the bus. Oh, you can't, can't in the bus. In your own car, you would. You're in your own car, you would. Yeah. Like, if, if, listen, no. if I sl- no, slide no, over, no. I have to get it done. So, I well, wait, I, well, hang on, Andy. What are you trying to say to him? You should know better, to be honest, because you're a professional driver. At the end of the day, right, your license is your livelihood, right? And the two things a professional driver don't understand, and that is your most important thing in a journey is to get from A to B safely, and speeding increases your risk of being involved in a collision significantly. And, and when I drive, I drive long days. I, yesterday, for example, I started at 6 in the morning and worked till 7 o'clock at night, and I had a commute each end of that journey, right? And what do I think? about getting home safely. I don't give a stuff what I've got to do. I know a million and one things that won't get done, but I think about safety. Just because I've got a list of jobs at home 
is absolutely no excuse for anybody to speed because you, you increase the risk. Sorry, I'm saying people in general. That's yeah, why, that's yeah why in which case on we need day. more effective policing to stop this disregard for speed limits and speed limits being an option because that's the way society sees it. So I don't care whether... But you're, you're, you're speaking... But hang on, but the way you're, Andy, the way you're talking, you're talking about this blunt instrument that somehow, you know, by by doing that, it's going to stop everybody from speeding. It's not. Because firstly, there are, as we all know, there are a lot of inappropriate speed limits around the country. Right, I wouldn't you be know, too bothered about that now. Well, I, I would be too bothered about that. Well, I, I think there's... When, when I, when I, when, okay, when I, see, when I see a guard, when I see a van on one side of the road and a guard hiding behind a sign on the top of, say, the link road between the airport and the M1, right, where the speed limit is 60 kilometres per hour and everybody does usually about 65, 70 uh, on that road. It's a big, wide, three-lane three road, right? And it's easy pickings for a guard, where that guard should be somewhere else where, you know, there were probably going to be and accidents. I would agree entirely with that. Of speed limits, you know, with the place you really need to enforce appropriate speed limits are where people, vulnerable road users, children, cyclists, are, are at risk. You know, that's where you need it. So you need I mean, you're less likely to have accidents on motorways with somebody doing 130 or 140 instead of 120 than you are, say, having somebody going at 60 kilometres an hour past the school. You know what I mean? Because I mean, you're doubling the speed limit. Crap. Past the school. It's all crap. Because most of the accidents happen on the motorway at speed of 30 kilometres an hour or 50 rubbish. An hour. Never rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. Never happens at 120 kilometres an hour. Crap. Did you see the, did you see the MPC yesterday morning? Did you see the M50 yesterday morning? Did you see the M50 yesterday morning? Did you see the Nace Road? Did you see the tailbacks up to Nace and beyond up to Kildare? Yes, because, because a bunch of idiots were tailgating. Because of the speed. Speed they has were speeding. Listen, no, hold on. Of course it's got everything not. to do with it. People drive badly. They drive far too close at inappropriate speed. And when people bunch up, there's a sure, domino effect. Sure. They get a rear ending. And the cost of the economy yesterday morning that collision on the M50 at Lucan, which was northbound, the tailback up through to Nace and Kildare and beyond would, would have cost a lot of money to somebody Speed now. Speed has nothing to do with it. Speed oh, has... Bollocks. It's the same way as you're going to say that that's making people. Well, I mean, well, hang on, David. You, when you say speed has nothing to do with it, I understand the point you're trying to making, but it is a contributing factor in how bad an accident would be. Yes, if you if it's you go reason. between fifteen well, hundred kilometers an hour, between fifteen hundred kilometers an hour, cars are built to have open the airbags and all up to from the certain speed up to certain speed. Now, anything after that, you die anyway. Oh, but that's, a, that's not really a way to look at it, David. About, that's exactly not really the way, the way to look at it, is it? That's the way it is. What about my child Airbag crossing the road? Airbag will oh, well, sorry, Andy, was saying that again to him? Yeah, so what about my child crossing the road when he's getting his airbag going off? Fucking hell. Well, I mean, if your child is sitting too close to the airbag, he's going to get killed anyway by the airbag. That's why you, you wear a seatbelt with airbags. And to be honest, you have to start with education. Education? You need educating. What? You need educating about your attitude to speed. You're a professional driver and you're telling everybody it's all right at speed. Yeah, and, and speed I, I doesn't mean, matter. Of course speed yeah, matters. Speed, speed significantly the, the increases the risk of being involved in a collision. It significantly increases the, the injuries in a collision. And that's why we need to take it bloody seriously and enforce the rules we have. Find, find me something that the professional drivers are causing more crashes by speeding than people that are uneducated and don't know how to drive because they drive once a week. Man, listen, stuff that happens on the road is because people can't drive, and you're absolutely right yeah, about that. Yeah, because they drive too fast and too close. No, nothing to do with yes. it. People are supposed to go on the courses and do 30, 40 hours driving with the instructor, not 5 or 10. Okay, well, hold on, lads, for a second. I want to come to Carl after the break as well. Loads of people texting and WhatsApping their messages in. Uh, I don't know, you agree with here, Andy or Carl or, or David? Uh, keep texting. Uh, the number is 087 Do you believe that drivers are being unfairly targeted with all this new legislation for speeding? And also, by the way, I will mention as well, in case anyone wants to say anything about it, the Eastlink is increasing its prices by 50 cent next year. Parking on street will increase by 10% as well. Uh, the councils have voted for that too. So it's all against the motorists, and a lot of people are saying the same thing. Well, hold on. What about the cyclists? All this money that we're paying is all going to make roads better for cyclists. Why aren't they being charged with stuff? Carl, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Carl? Um, do you believe that motorists are being currently unfairly targeted by the minister? 
Yeah, good afternoon, Niall. Um, yes, I do. Um, it's 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 one of those things that I actually uh, feel quite strongly about. Um, I think that uh, motorists are always, uh, or or on on an ongoing basis, they are continually being the soft targets. Um, like we all know, we have to use our cars um, when we get on the roads. The way we use them. Uh, listening to Andy, Andy had a huge amount of of of, of correct things that he was he was putting across there. We do not uh, we do not obey the rules as they are, uh, as they've been set down. But as a whole, it is not the the, the whole public. There is a there, there there is more often than than not. There's there's a smaller element that are just crazy drivers in terms of their their speeds. Mm. I would say there's a yes. There are a fair amount of reckless drivers on the road. Reckless is reckless is is a great way. A great I mean, way I, I've admitted it. already on the show that you know I was speeding this morning, um, but I don't consider myself a reckless driver. I, I was only and and I did the speeding in the same place yesterday morning with a guard car in front of me, by the way. And, and, I, and I know where you are. <laughs> yeah. I know where you where you're describing. Yeah. Um, so and everybody I, does the same speed. I was just keeping up with the flow of traffic. I don't consider that to be reckless on that particular occasion. I, I, I agree, but when I learned to drive, the, the instructor and the tester, now I'm going back 25 years approximately, but the instructor and the tester told me at the time, you drive in keeping with the flow of traffic. You don't necessarily always have to be at the speed limit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, like how, how this whole thing is policed is is wrong as you yourself said the the, oh. the guy standing on the roundabout hiding behind the sign with the tripod uh, just before you drop down onto the m1 that's not the way to police the the, the road users in this country I, I passed by that spot the other day and we know the spot we're talking about it's, it's called the link yeah. road right and they had the go safe van on one side of the road and the guards at the top of the hill on the other side so you were yeah. caught twice yeah in the same it, stretch it, but 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 you you can you can describe that. Uh, I myself uh, not last weekend, the weekend before, I drove from Dublin to Galway uh, with my son and back um, for a rugby match. We didn't see one police car on the entire journey down or back. Yeah, mm. I agree with that. Um, like that's from one side of the country to the and other. I, and, so I would, are, and I and I go to Belfast every single weekend, and I I would uh, I have to say it's I can't remember the last time I saw a guard car. Yeah. Well, maybe if they weren't the hiding behind bushes in roads where they can, the easy pickings are, maybe they would be able to yeah. do it then. Uh, well, that, Andy, that can I, Andy, can I bring process. something up here? Because I believe it's, it's, one, it, it's, it's, maybe, it's maybe a greater contributory factor to, to injuries and deaths on the roads right now, and it worries me every time I see it. It is... Uh, it, this did come up on, on a radio chat show recently, and I, Niall, I don't believe it was yours, but it was very fleetingly skirted around. And it is that nobody in this country, especially in this city, uh, feels that they need to abide by the traffic lights anymore. Um, I, I ride a motorcycle and I drive a car. I have kids and I'm very vigilant on, on, all, on all aspects when, when, I'm, when mm. I'm out and about. But the amount of cars that I see running orange and red lights on a, on a daily, on, you know, a minute-by-minute yeah, minute basis. Because they think they can get away with it. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, no, they're the last not, car not through, they, yeah. yeah. Not because they think they can get, get away with it, but because they are getting away with it. Correct. And that, that's one thing, can I just say now, that really we need to look at the human nature factor here, which is that once you do something that's wrong and there's no negative consequences, you learn that it's a safe behaviour. So all these people that do bad things, when they do it enough time, like speeding, like tailgating, like using mobile phones whilst they're tailgating and speeding, you know, whilst they run red lights, and then, oh, oh dear, somebody gets killed. What a surprise. Yeah, well, running, running a red light is tantamount to, uh, you know, attempted manslaughter. Uh, well, I have to say, I, I would believe running a red light is far more dangerous than doing, you know, uh, 10 kilometres an hour over the, over the speed limit on an, on an empty motorway. I, I left my house this morning. I was in, I was in Ikea in Ballymun. Uh, when I left my house, I live in Kinsealy. And when I left the house, uh, I turned out of a laneway and, and onto a stretch of road where there is no right turn for anybody going into that laneway. When I did it, as I turned out, a, a police car passed down past me on the opposite side of the road, and they turned the illegal right. 
And that happens all the time as well. If you, uh, at the garage there, as you're going down Pennock Hill in Swords, and on numerous occasions, there's a, you're not allowed to turn right into the garage. Uh, they even have cone things in the centre oh, of the road. Like Kettles Lane. Yeah, that's right. And on a regular basis, I have seen the guards come down that road, pass their side, just go through the lights at their side and turn and stop all the traffic by turning right into that garage. The guards do it all the time. So, you know, in fairness, Andy, they're not leading by example a lot of the time. Let me just go to Donald very quickly before the break. Sorry, Donald, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Donald? Yeah, yeah, now listen... This is money and nothing else, only money. I've been on your show loads of times and it's RSA, more, more, more money. And, and, and nothing, nothing will ever be done to cyclists. I've heard that when these laws come out about passing cyclists, your man from AA Roadwatch, Faulkner, I think he came on. And Connor Faulkner, people, yeah. Yeah, he told people like me, uh, professional drivers, to cop on because they'll be hurt more than anyone. A cyclist would be hurt more than me. As if, like, my conscience wouldn't be bothered whatsoever if I knocked down a cyclist. Now, I've tried to go on other shows for the last three months, the liberal shows that's run by the state, and they won't let me on because I take him on. Surely to God, there's somebody, he's probably listening now, or somebody belonged to him. Let him come on a show like this and be challenged. The man has no bus licence, he has no truck licence, he knows nothing about driving heavy goods vehicles, and he tells people like me to cop on, because of these liberal cyclists, the majority of, the majority of them, are breaking lights every day of the week, are using headphones, I challenge him, go down the keys on any morning of the week. I, I totally, now, can I back that man up on that point? One yeah. thing that I see, I mean, it's ridiculous saying people are going to get fined 120 quid and three points for passing cyclists. Where I see, and let's say, I start early in the morning, I drive down the keys, I ride a motorbike, I, ri- I drive a van all the times, and I drive a gas tanker, right, for, for my day job. I see cyclists all over the place, completely inappropriate, no lights on. I saw one lad with a little yellow vest on his head, you know, and you sort of go, do you actually think that's friggin' proper, you know, protective equipment you know people are stupid how in the hell can you drive how, how in the hell can you cycle down cycle down a busy a busy street with headphones in and and and, and you're safe and they're calling for 25 percent of the budget to be spent to make the road safer for them okay well listen i have to take a break lads i'm going to take one or two more people after the break please stay with me as well donald if you want to i'll talk to you a little bit more about the cyclists because a lot of people want to talk about cyclists and why the minister is not going for the cyclists as well and enforcing laws and even bringing in laws in relation to helmets etc uh you can text or whatsapp 087 uh, lots of messages coming in in relation to speeding by the way hey now first of all we've got to define the word speeding like doing 40 and a 30 that's not speeding it's breaking the law uh, doing probably 60, 70 in a 30 is probably speeding. Doing 140, 160 in a 120 is probably speeding. But doing 5 or 10 over the limit, that's not speeding, that's breaking the law. Now, what Shane Ross is doing is absolutely diabolical, it's absolutely disgusting. Putting people off the road, how dare he come along and do that? Putting people's livelihoods at stake, it's ridiculous, stupid. You're a very angry man, isn't he? Well, it kind of, according to the law, it is speeding. But I get the point that you're making. You believe that it's appropriate. Well, I, I suppose it depends on the time of the day, the circumstances, the road conditions, all those kind of things, yes. And I think the majority of times it would be fair to say the fatalities happen or accidents happen because of bad driving and human error, as Andy rightly pointed out, and not particularly because of the speed you're doing, although the speed you're doing has a direct effect on how bad that accident might be. But Donna, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Donna? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Donna, do you believe that motorists are being unfairly targeted by the government? I do and I don't. Um, I think that the intelligence of drivers should be targeted more than the speed. (laughs) Um, Intelligent driving seems to have just disappeared. Like, actually being able to use common sense on the road has just evaporated, it's just gone. The intolerance of drivers now is absolute madness. Um, I drive a horse lorry, I drive with a horse box, uh, I have my licences, yeah. and um, I do think, like in certain cases, like I said, on a motorway, if you're doing 5 or 10k over the, the limit, in normal conditions, there's not a problem. But obviously, if you're driving and it's hammering rain, and you can only see 10 feet in front, like you obviously need to slow down. But people don't seem to be able to grasp the facts of different... Different driving conditions. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or even different places. Like, the roads up around our place, we live in the country, and we have literally one-lane roads. Um, I'm sorry, around... sorry for interrupting, yeah. but can I ask you a question? I've always been curious about this. Okay, so you're driving a horse box, right? Yes. How many horses would be in the box? Depends. Okay. Uh, I could be travelling hay, could be travelling one or two. Our, our box is actually big enough to travel three. Okay, and when you're going around bends, 
you know, sharp bends and stuff like that, even at a slow speed. Does the horse not get thrown from side to side in the back of the box? Yeah, well, when I was learning to drive, my dad told me, uh, when you have a horse in the box, you, put, you, you drive like there's a glass of water on your dashboard. So if you spill the water, you're going too fast and you're going too quick. Yeah, because I've often wondered that when I see horse boxes and they're going around bends and at a reasonable speed. I'm wondering, has the horse been flung from side yeah, to side? Yeah, no, and the other thing is, if you change from left to right bend as well, it throws them completely out in the box. So you have to be very careful. If you're going around a bend that goes left and then goes right, yeah. you have to slow down way, way more than normal because you can't, you can't change them from one side to the other without them losing their balance in the box. Right, of course. Okay, obviously. And, and you obviously can't overtake either. It's not that easy to yeah, over- overtake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you have to be conscious of the road conditions more so because you're driving with a horse box, but do you believe the people have just lost, the, I suppose, the common sense when it comes to road conditions and also the types of roads they're on, for example, when you see yeah. people in rural Ireland in particular taking stupid chances on bends, on hills, etc., etc. Absolutely. Like, I was driving up the road the other day and, um, like I said, we've got very narrow roads. Now, you can pass, but you have to pass slowly. And I was driving up around a bend and I was on in as close to the left ditch as I could get. A car came around the corner right in the middle of the road and had to swerve into the ditch and then stuck their hand on the hooter at me. And I was like, what was that about? It was like your fault. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was your but, fault. Um, yeah, you made yeah, him do no, that. And, yeah. and even, even people driving around boxes and lorries, um, like th- there's this panic about getting in front of the lorry or getting in front of the box. Like, I am a considered driver, well, I consider myself to be a considered driver. Anywhere where it's safe to do so, I'll get in and leave, leave traffic past me. But you see people pull out, and I'd be driving along the main road, and you'll see someone pull up kind of to a junction in front of you. And I've even to this point now, I actually slow down when I see them coming because I go, oh, sugar, here we go. And they'll literally see the lorry and go, oh, God, and they'll nip out in front of you as quickly as they can. For yeah. no apparent reason, like. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They, they might be turning left in two seconds. Do you know what I mean? It's, and do you, do you ever break the speed limit when, when you don't have the horse box on, obviously, right? But well, yeah, if I'm do you break speed limits? Conditions, I will say I do in certain conditions, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I, I don't think there's anybody alive. And I heard the, the other people earlier, and that van driver, brilliant professional driver, 100% to him. But I can guarantee you, at some point or another, he's been in a 60k zone and he's been doing 65. I, I, I think the majority of people, if they're being truthful, uh, will say they break the speed limits on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's but it's it's more the intelligence, and I think what Shane Ross is trying to do is a good idea, but ill-advised, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think it's going to make an ounce of difference. And, and I mentioned this before last year, we had whatever, usually somewhere between one hundred and forty and one hundred and sixty deaths on the road, which is very sad, by the way. And condolences to all the, the people who have lost friends and family on the roads. But the other day, we have 1.2 million cars on the road. Uh, our population is increasing. And yet that number is not increasing. We're never going to get it down to zero because they are, you know, one ton pieces of steel going around on a road and they're bound to hit each other every now and again. So we're always going to have accidents. I think we can limit it by being reasonably intelligent about things. But I think I can't, I don't think you can go over the top about it either. I 100%, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me, let me go to Richard as well. Thanks for that, Donna. Richard, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Richard? I'm good, I'm good. How are you, Niall? Good. Uh, Richard, what do you think of these new laws, the, the new uh, fines for speeding? I think that's a bit stupid. It's too much. Uh, too, very big very big fine for 2,000 euros. That's, that's a big fine. Well, and, well, now, you'll only get that if you're doing more than um, 20 to 30 kilometres an hour. Well, mind you, that's, I mean, 30 kilometres an hour is what, in miles per hour, it's about 19, isn't it, 18 miles per hour. So, yeah, if you're on 18 miles an hour or 30 kilometers an hour over the limit, you get a 2,000 euro fine. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's like the, 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 everything is money. Like, it's all that what is on the money. Like, we have in Lithuania, we have speed cameras. Say, in, example, if you go from Dublin to Nace, you have one speed camera leaving Dublin. They count, they, they, take, your, they take your speed, they take your time. You go to Nace, they take again and Whatever you, whatever this kilometer is from the Dublin to Nice, if you, I, I, if you, I get you. They, it's an average speed camera, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a lot of them around the UK. They, we don't really have that many of them here. We have them in the tunnel, in the port tunnel, all right. But they don't yeah. have, they don't have many of those average speed cameras here. But they have them a lot of them in the UK. So they basically, as you go under one bridge on a motorway, they, they clock your speed or they clock your time. And then, you know, at 10 miles away, they clock it again and they work out if you've been breaking the speed limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which and can, we ha- it's a bit fairer, to be honest with you, because you can break the speed limit once you slow down again. So, it's you know, it's, it's you know what I mean? It's appropriate. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. And another thing is uh, we have loads, loads of undercover cars, which one they have all new 
modern all computers, everything for the for the checking speeds, for the checking license, for the checking insurance. So they so the one police do they nearly ten ten guards can do that job or they can do one police. And what's the fine like in Lithuania if you're caught speeding? What sort of fines would you get? Depends how much you speed and depends if you're young, say if you're new driver, you they t- the license be taken from you and you need to do again the course again the Oh, right, they take, they take your license off you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. And, what, and, then, and what's, what's the speed limit on a motorway in Lithuania? Uh, in winter is 110, in summer is 130. That's, that's k- kilometres, kilometres per hour. Yeah, that's yes. kilometres, yeah. Okay, so they change the speed in winter and summer? Yeah, because of the road conditions. Oh, okay, all right, okay, fair enough. That's, that's understandable. They do the same in Germany, I believe, as well, uh, because of the, obviously the snow on the roads uh, sometimes yeah, yeah, during the winter yeah. as well. And you also have, in Germany, you also have to change your tyres in the winter. Uh, yeah, same in Lithuania. Yeah, you have to have winter tyres and summer tyres. Yeah, yeah. And is that is that a legal requirement, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from 1st November to 1st April, winter tyres. Okay, so they they they're able to deal with the ice and the snow a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you go if you go with winter tires after first April, you'll be charged. Right. Okay. Cheapers. Well, yeah. That it seems tougher than here, to be honest with you. Thanks for that, Richard. Let me go to Joe. Joe, you're a classic kid. How are you doing, Joe? There you go. There you Joe, go. you're a taxi driver in the city, and do you believe you're being unfairly targeted? Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you've got these laws coming in for the cyclists. Now I cycle myself, so I can understand dangers of it and stuff like that. Well, we don't, now, we don't yeah, seem to enforce the laws on the cyclists, do we? No, we don't, no. And now, like, the cyclists think now because of the new law against cars and stuff like that, overtake them dangerously and stuff like that, you have the right now to, you know, go bananas with every driver on the road if you come near them, do you know that way? Yeah, well, I, I only spoke to somebody recently and his wife was uh, overtaking a cyclist. She was nowhere near him. Mm. And with that, he started screaming and shouting at her. She stopped the car and said, what's wrong? He then got off his bike, tried to reach in the window and pull the keys out of the car, mm. um, and then tried to take her bag for some reason um, and start calling her names. And he was yeah. trying to take the keys to throw them away. Yeah, well, there's a lot of them seem to have a bit of attitude, all right. I had one last week in a cycle lane. Wasn't going near him, was letting him go ahead because there was two lanes of traffic plus the cycle lane. And uh, he was telling me to go on as quick as I could to get out of his way so he could overtake the other bikes. And I was like, no, you walk away, you know. And then when I did try to overtake him, then he started going bananas. Then tried to pull the mirror off the car. Oh, my God. You know. And then so, tried stopping and taking a photograph, you know, all this crap. Yeah. Um, look, I, I think yeah. I think this whole publicity around cyclists, I, I, look, rightly so, they deserve a space, a safe space. Oh, I understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, I, but I think in the last couple of years... Uh, there's a level of entitlement about cyclists now. Yeah. Um, and they almost think they're above everybody and they can yeah, pretty much do what they want. The room for cycle lanes in the city. No, we don't. Of course we don't. And then you see parts of it that are designed. Half of them don't use them. You still stay in the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is another point as well. So there's no real policing for it in the morning time to the city. If you drive in every morning, you'll see it. So why isn't there guards on their bikes cycling with them to keep an eye on, to keep them intact. You know what I mean? If everyone else is going to get it done, if you drive in the bus lane, the guard's going to stop if you use it. Do you, do you ever speed yourself, Joe? Um, well, I try not to, you know. But well, that's not, the answer. that's not the answer to the question. So you do, in other <laughs> words, every now and again. We all do at the end of the day. I don't, you know, set out there, but yeah. sometimes if you run a late, you might go over a little bit over the speed limit. Or you're, over ta- or you're overtaking somebody or whatever, and you, you yeah. go over the speed limit initially to get yeah. over the past. I try and be as safe as I can, you know, and, you know, and how do you feel about these new fines? So with the new fines now, if you go 30 kilometres an hour over the limit, um, it's a 1,000 euro fine. I think some of them are a bit, a bit Or 2,000 euro fine, sorry. Yeah, a bit of a joke, to be honest with you. It should be a bit of an average. I think it's just really, you know, mm. taking it a bit too far. Yeah, what what the, concerns the, me is this other... Within, yeah, yeah, and the field of barriers, yeah, I can kind of understand. Absolutely, pass a school or whatever, no. yeah. I mean, the new one of the ones that concerns me now is there's up to up to ten kilometres an hour over the speed limit, which is only six miles an hour. Um, you get a six euro fine and two penalty points. I mean, yeah. we there was always an allowance of ten percent anyway. So yeah, I I don't know what he's doing. he's making that illegal now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like put him in a car. He he doesn't a drive a car. Traffic. Yeah, exactly. Put him in a car in the passenger seat for a week in rush hour in the morning and coming home and have a look at some of the idiots on the road. Cycles and cars and everything else, and then make 
statements like that. See, I, I don't understand how a Minister for Transport who's constantly bringing in new legislation in relation to motors exactly. doesn't even drive a car or have a licence yeah. himself. I don't, I don't get that at all. No, either do I, because he's not on the road, so he doesn't see it. He so doesn't understand it, no. Target, no. Right? He's sitting in an office. Who's designing these roads with the cycle lanes? I'd like to know, because he shouldn't have the job. <laughs> it's like pin the tail on the donkey, isn't it? Oh, my God, a child would do it better. Yeah, I've seen some of them. Whoever designed, I don't know, I'm sure you're, I've only been up and down it once or twice because I hate Dublin City, right? Even though I live in it, mm. right? But when you coming down the Quays... Uh, yeah. You know, coming down from the four courts down the keys, and you get as yeah, yeah. far as to O'Connell Street, and you know you have to kind of switch over from side to side. You know? Who designed that? Yeah, there's a there's a there's a traffic light for the bus lane now, and then yeah. there's a separate one, and it's stopping going on. And then as you say, you have to switch lanes. You have to switch is, lanes halfway, yeah. you're, and you're, you're and then, in the car. You're panicking. Which lane yeah. should I be in? And then if someone gets into the wrong lane, then and they're not the main that causes the drama on the road. Oh, I know. It, that's what you what you just said there is very true. A lot of the roads that are designed and road markings around the city now are really bad, which are causing a lot of stuff and a build-up of traffic. There's no flow in the city because a set of traffic lights, you go two metres, there's another set of traffic lights. Yeah. You know? And there's no flow. If you go along the canal there, come to Leeson Street, cars can't get over the bridge in the morning, you can't turn off the canal onto Leeson Street, and it's just constantly jammed all the time. They need to get out there in the roads, in the cars, and look at this and be monitored and stuff like that and see where they can improve it. Not someone sitting in an office drawn on a piece of paper or whatever. Because it's not working. You know? All right, listen, thanks for that, Joe. Uh, somebody says, 30 kilometres an hour, up to 2,000 euro fine. I don't like how you keep comparing miles and kilometres because it makes it sound like it's less when it's actually the same speed. Well it, well, it does sound like it's less, doesn't it? Because for a lot of older drivers like myself, we still think in miles per hour. I know that's bizarre that a lot of us still think in miles per hour. You know, and, and I suppose because I go up and down to the north all the time where it's still miles per hour actually in the north, in the UK as well. And in a lot of countries it's still miles per hour. Um, we kind of think of it differently. So, yeah, when I talk about 10 kilometres, it's only six miles an hour. So if you think of it like that, it's not a huge increase in speed, six miles per hour. That's the point I was making about kilometres is obviously, you know, dilutes slightly is the point I'm making. You can work it out whatever way you want to, all right? Doesn't make any difference to me. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.